This is My Dumb Friends on Heavy.com. Hello. Hell. Heaven, yes. Okay. Um, welcome. It's a judgment. Maybe people are sick. Why are you saying well? I mean, really. Okay. Welcome to my dumb friends. You're lucky you have any friends calling them dumb. I, oh, the Jews are right. Instead of saying God, you got to say G dash D because who knows with what God is? If you if you assume you know what God is, then you're limiting God for God's sakes. Anyway, um, this is. Why do we have to have names? Barbara. I like my Russian version of Barbara better. It's Varvara. It sounds more exotic. <laughs> Barbara, Varvara, Toddish. Toddish. What the hell is that? Anyway, um, my father was Czech, and he... <laughs> he, right. he, shortened, he shortened his long, the long name. Thank you, Barbara. Okay, and Dan St. Germain and Sean Donnelly... And Christian Polanco is the producer of my damn, darn, darn, dumb <laughs> friends. I wish I had friends. I don't even and have family. Who's the, who's the guest? And the guest today is Jared Logan. Yay! Thank you, Barbara. Thank you, Barbara. Thank you so much for doing this. Barbara, we really appreciate it. How are you doing today? Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm so glad I made it here with, without being stopped by a cop. You found the bridge. Yeah, it's so hard Bar- finding the bridge. Barbara, we called you last night, and you have a singing answering machine. Could you sing that answering message for you? Uh, which one was it? This is your landline, that one. Okay, uh, is it Call Me Maybe? Yes, yes. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know what it is. Hey, I just met me, and this is crazy. <laughs> but you're calling my number, so you're calling me maybe. <laughs> Yay! Oh, that, was, that was so good. I, I love to sing. I know, oh, yeah. You're great at it. Oh, yeah. Well, I wish I was a plug. You know, females are outlets, and men are plugs, I wish, sometimes. But I'd rather be human than male or female. Yes, you are. Yay. All right, so plug or being human, not male or female. I think that's the best answer for a plug I've ever heard. Yeah, why? Well, I, I just want to play, 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 you, play, play. You said you'd rather be human, enough. human than male or female. Yes, when we transcend our gender and we can transcend our identity, then we can be limitless. But we need to do that by playing. Nobody plays enough when they're young. They they get limited. They get told no. So that's why. There's so many problems in the world. <laughs> we need to play. You guys are laughing, but Barbara's making a lot of sense to me. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm only understanding everything you're saying, and I think it makes a lot of sense. Right, right. And, you know, it's hard when you're my age because very few young people know about Mickey Mouse Club. That was how we played back. You would watch the Mickey Mouse Club. Well, Jared's a huge Mickey Mouse fan. Oh really? It was Mickey Mouse. I don't know. I don't know what that means exactly, no, Dan. I but Mouse I do. Mouse. I do enjoy Ready some Jared Disney things. Cold water. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, why, why is there a wet blanket already? <laughs> it, it's 
so important to have universal play, you know? I mean, I may not know how what you played, uh, whether it was with, uh, I don't know, Terminator or Ninja Turtles. But yeah. we all need to be playful in a universal way so everybody can play along. That makes Thank sense. You, Thank you so much, Barbara. We appreciate you coming in and doing this. You did great. Thank, Thank you. We'll, we'll, we'll see you soon, right? I hope so. Okay, thanks All again. Right. I'm All a right. baby boomer, and I'm such a late bloomer, I may already be dead. <laughs> All right, Barbara Tyler. I like that one. That's my favorite one, I think. Thank you, Barbara. All right, folks. Uh, we're here with Jared Logan from iCarly. Uh, I know he doesn't want to hey. talk about this. No, no, no. I, I, I'm fine talking about iCarly. Right. <laughs> I don't like Just to talk the about John the time. Oliver appearances or any of I don't like to talk about the time that I was on, that I was on NBC's Las Vegas. <laughs> With, what did you play? Because it was with because it was when Tom Selleck was the lead, right. and not Con. <laughs> right. And people get you know. Yeah. And Selleck's a fucking asshole. Really? Yeah. Did he yeah. have? I heard people from Blue Bloods say it was alright. You hear this about him, but when you meet him, it's true. He right. made a gay pass at me. Really? Yeah. Tom Selleck. Well, it's He's hard a, not to. To be. You heard it here on oh, my dumb friends. Yeah. Tom Selleck is a full blown homosexual. <laughs> <laughs> And he made a gay pass at me, and I want the world to know. <laughs> oh. Fourteen people are going to get that very impressive. Right, movie. exactly. <laughs> Jeremy Ween's writing about it right now. <laughs> um, you heard it, bloggers. <laughs> Jeremy Spread Ween the word. Yeah. Jeremy Ween goes, finally. <laughs> finally. Uh, how you been, man? I'm good. Yeah. Doing good? Everything yeah. Moving good. in with a lady. I moved in with my life mate. Lovely apartment. <laughs> <laughs> We prefer the term I, I, life mate. My uh, journey partner. Life mate She's sounds, partners to the journey. Yes. That sounds like something that old people buy off TV. Life mate. <laughs> yeah. Life mate helps me ejaculate. Um, <laughs> that's how I think of her. As just sort of a an aid to ejaculation yeah. that I keep in my home. Yeah. Right. <laughs> now, I moved in with her and, uh, and yeah, everything's good. It's now, good. You live in a very nice area. You live uh, Upper West Side. We days. live on the Upper West Side because we just feel like the other neighbors in New York have too much of a criminal element. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, the subsidized housing, we're kind of afraid to walk by those places. Yeah. So we, right. we kind of stick... We actually live on the lawn of the Science and Nature Museum. <laughs> and and I, I, teach, I teach kids about climate. And uh, yeah. she teaches them about the stars. <laughs> uh, and you just eat granola all day. Then we just eat granola right. and talk to squirrels. <laughs> That's a huge step, though, man. It is a huge step, but it was time to make the step. It was, right. Uh, it was, I was ready. Salisbury yeah. Hill starts playing in the background <laughs> yeah. as you're in the basket uh, of a bicycle. Dan has a song for every occasion. That I do. I'm, like, I'm the Matt Pinfield of comedy. It's mostly James Taylor, sometimes Peter Gabriel. Right. Bob Seger creeps Bob in. Bob Seger creeps. Yeah. Uh, well, no, I know who Bob Seger is, but like I couldn't tell you one song he's ever played. Night Hollywood Nights. Oh, Night Moves, Sam. Night Moves is a good song. It's a good song. Yeah, yeah. For sure, You're missing out. You got to put name, like, names with the, the songs that you love. I'm more into classical composers. Oh yeah, <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> well, Mike Drucker, who's a comedian and a, and a mutual friend of ours, like he listens to the, like the weirdest. Like he listens to just I feel like Christmas was... songs and like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Like I look hey, at his got... iPod, and it's for like a five year old. I just downloaded the soundtrack to Final Fantasy Nine. <laughs> yeah, it's like his how do you music. listen to that? Or like I, I used to live with this guy, nicest man, yeah. coolest man, smartest man you'd ever want to know. But he was into nerdcore rap. Ugh, what's fuck nerd- you, nerdcore <laughs> rap? What's nerdcore rap? It's like, like 
Star Wars. I'm like Darth Vader coming into your Death Star. I got you know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Star Wars wasn't lame enough. You need to rap. Don't don't besmirch rap Rap music. By the way, I don't like any. I mean, I'm not a rap fan, but I still know it deserves better than that. Right? Of course. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. So bad. And to call it nerdcore just makes it that much worse. I mean, yeah. There's nothing I, core about it. That's implying it's hardcore. That's yeah. implying that it's... Yeah, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't want to imply that I, I hate all musical acts because I do like some musical comedy acts, but these guys don't even think of themselves as comedy. They're like, I'm, right. a, no, straight I'm a rapper, man. Yeah. <laughs> There's also like a weird moment, I feel like, with a lot of comedy musical acts where like they're like, oh, this is fun, we're having fun, but then all of a sudden they start to make the serious ones, like, yeah. and it just kind of creeps up, and you're like, oh, wait a second. But I guess some people do. Like Rick Moranis does it, and apparently it's actually kind of nice. Uh, you know what? I'm being, I'm being unfair. Yeah, There's exceptions do, to every rule. I love do, MC Mr. Napkins. I think yeah. he's awesome. Uh, well, Rick ultimate rap do, battles are sweet. Rick Moranis doesn't do comedy anymore because after his wife died, he did like a folk album in tribute to her. And now he's just done. Like uh, I have a friend who's a friend of him, and they said that he's like the only celebrity who's able to now has able to get unfamous. Like he's somehow, yeah, you don't hear. Yeah, he's yeah, like yeah, completely yeah. assimilated well, back into normal I, for life. For him, it's fairly easy because he's like part of that Martin Short crew and if Martin Short wanted to stop doing stuff he could you know he'd always be right. a name he's always going to be a name but right. Martin Short just hosted SNL and that I was surprised at that because he's I was not surprised. really right. I actually, yeah, yeah. you know how Rick Moranis was able to do this is that he got plastic surgery to look like an African American <laughs> <laughs> Rick Moranis is amongst us yeah. Yeah, actually Rick Moranis is Kanye West I don't know if yeah, you know yeah, yeah. it's just him walking through like a crowded New York City street and someone's like I love honey the sh- I shrunk the kids and he just like kind of smiles to himself <laughs> yeah pan larger and out. then pan puts, larger he fades puts his glasses on puts yeah. his Moranis glasses yeah, yeah, yeah. on yeah. it's like the end of the born identity <laughs> really cool black man like <laughs> Like, yeah, <laughs> honey, I shrunk I did the kids. Yeah. <laughs> honey, I shrunk my identity. Honey, hey, if you're a black guy, that ch- that changes so much, honey, I shrunk the kids, because it becomes, honey, I shrunk the kids. Like, there's a different accent. Is that your black person <laughs> <Yeah>. impression? <laughs> Why, was that too racist? Let's all go around and do our black person impression. <laughs> oh, right, me so black. Weary. Can I help you? What was you that? You one real. That was like... <laughs> I was like a real yeah. black guy. Can I help you? Are you you're about to sell Allstate insurance right now? <laughs> and why is that, why in your impression is the black guy serving the other guy? Oh God, that's <laughs> fuck! I'm racist. <laughs> I don't know. I used to work with Jared. We used to work together. Oh yes. yeah. We worked at a day job together. We did. Uh, Sean got me the job. I got him the job. I didn't want to really turn uh, on him, but I got him the job. Yeah. yeah. Nice then, guy, Sean. And is. then uh, we uh, both of us did very little work. I feel like yes, we did. Yeah. Because we're artists. We, right. <laughs> it was uh, a fun job. It was fun. Yeah. Well, I, I wanted to – can I tell you all yeah, about this? Yeah, so yeah, this is ahead. my favorite thing that ever happened at the job. Yeah. Have you heard this, Dan? Uh, maybe, but we have, a running, we, have a running, we have a running gag with it. Wait, but go ahead. So, oh, I think I heard this. Yeah, it's funny. People – Sean, you were kind of in charge of like the office, like managing the office. The office so, services like, or whatever. Office services. So you know, move your desk here, new computers here, and then like, well, do I have Mail enough pencils like yeah, or yeah, pens? Yeah, right. So people would come in and try to sell office supplies to Sean, these salesmen. This guy came in one day from WB Mason, and he's trying to give Sean the hard sell. And I'm like sitting there at reception where I sat, and Sean's just kind of like, I'm good. 
Yeah. Like, I don't, we don't need anything. We've yeah, got yeah. somebody else. And right. then the guys, he's like a real go-getter. Like he's like a really like <laughs> foot to like, the pavement. Like I'm gonna sell you. And like dressed right. to the nines. Like dressed to the hair. nines. Yeah, Look yeah. like. Look like a successful guy. Yeah, yeah. Which yeah. you have to if you want to sell. Right, exactly. And he says to Sean, and Sean's like totally like, ah, I'm good. He says, hey, wait. Do you like the Yankees? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I said, yeah, I not said, being you an sure. asshole. No, no, you, no, which you're not a huge fan, are you? No, not at all. But, but you, I, you know, whatever. Yes, to be nice. You yeah. Go, yeah, 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 I like the Yankees. The guy goes, hey, check this out. <laughs> he goes into his bag. He goes into his bag. He pulls out a very tiny toy truck. <laughs> That says Yankees on the side. And W.B. Mason on the back. And he hands it to Sean. And he goes, there you go. That's yours to keep. Sad man. And what sad lives do the people he visits like, oh, Yankees. Thank you, Yankees toy. Oh, Misha to wife. Oh, I poop. Like, what kind what of sad ex- people does he think he's dealing when with? When somebody says that, you're, you think he's going to pull out two, like, two tickets to a game or oh, whatever. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah two yeah, tickets yeah. to a game. I mean, right. at the very least, like, a t-shirt or something he, would be nice. He said, hey, he liked the Yankees. Like, he was granting a wish. <laughs> did you, break, exactly did you break out laughing as soon as that No. No, uh, no but you had to hold it in. <laughs> but you did as soon as you Because you were nice. Did you start cracking up as soon as Oh, I immediately was like, like, trying to hold in my, like... Uproarious yeah, laughter. You get a laughter, it just sounds like anger and so Yeah, yeah, I was just like, <laughs> uh, and then he left. And then we just started a gag where we tried to think, of the, what, what, what could be worse than this? Every truck? once in a while, me and Sean are like, hey, you like the Yankees? Here is a cup that Derek Jeter chewed on. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my God. So funny. It was like, but he couldn't have, it was like a moment. Where you think the most magical thing is going to happen, and then he just pulled—he literally pulled out a little tiny tr- bullshit truck. And yeah, like you're, on the like side. you're a little kid. Like I was going to be like, "You got it. Business is yours." <laughs> yeah, you just give him the keys to the, the business. You're the best salesman in the world. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you, you like the Yankees? I wrote Lou Gehrig on this piece of umbrella. <laughs> <laughs> is it a whole umbrella? No. No. Yeah. It's a piece of an umbrella that I found. Here's but Mickey Mantle's wife's finger. <laughs> uh, hey, so uh, what was what was your childhood like? Speaking of toy cars and shit like that. What was my childhood? Easy does it, like? Mark Marin. <laughs> hey, what was your uh, childhood like? Um, I'm all fucked up, man. Well, as you guys know, I was kind of shuffled around. Through various foster homes. <laughs> that's the that's the plot of different strokes. Oh, I got confused. <laughs> no, I had a yeah. very I had a very loving mom and dad, uh, and uh, I lived in West Virginia, and I was sort of I I guess I would say I was pretty annoying child. Right. Like uh, I was like. Very well, watch sp- change. That's the important. Very. Thing. Sp- <laughs> this is like a very spazzy, theatery child. So know? much has changed. Hello. <laughs> like my mom used to have to be like, like my mom would be driving, and I would be like, something is rotten in Denmark, and she'd be like, one, shut up, and two. Stop being weird. <laughs> so and that was a know. daily occurrence. Oh, like constantly, like you know, I would just and I would. It, it, my brother is like, um, so you know how like disdainful and like how I pick on people. Like my brother, like had to go through that for like years. So my brother is just a ball of rage <laughs> and muscle. My brother's six five. Oh really? He's just a huge. He's my younger brother. He's just a. Huge, like angry dude, and he wants to murder you at this point. He well, <clears throat> we, we're we're, now we're you're more good. friendly now because we're adults now. But like 
for real. Like my brother and I would have like epic like fights where like I would like put his he would put my head under like the rocking chair and just rock it <laughs> down oh, my head. Jesus. I would do the hold him down and spit on him like stuff. But wow. but like oh, wow. more than that, and I would pull just it have, back or just I would spit have, on. Well, I you know all, everything. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. and I, more than that, I would abuse him psychologically, though. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And I remember, like, uh, for a while, like he would just keep saying to me, "Shut up, you stupid idiot! Shut up, you stupid idiot!" And so then one night, my dad was like, "If I hear shut up, you stupid idiot' one more time, you're grounded." And then all I had to do to my brother is just <laughs> arc my eyebrow like this, and he went, "Shut up, you stupid no!" <laughs> And he got grounded yeah. for not even saying the whole phrase. Yeah. I can remember one time, like, you know, even when we were a little older, he was like, I guess my favorite movies are Falling Down and The Crow. <laughs> and then, like, I'm in the backseat of the car with him, like, well, you would like those, because those are, like, very, like, you know, visceral, like, action movies. I... I happen to prefer uh, classics like Night of the Hunter. But <laughs> you were a child I, New York Times critic. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're A.S. Scott. Adventures of Young A.S. Scott. My parents are like, okay, Adam, stop hitting your brother in the face with that piece of glass, and Jared, quit being a faggot. <laughs> <laughs> so, and I don't mean that against gay people, but I was... Uh, you guys were like the odd couple. What's that? He's like the odd, odd couple. A little bit, yeah. One of my favorite uh, things that happened with Jared, and it wasn't just me, it was Racine too. I uh, remember when we went oh, in for that audition. Oh, my God. I, we had to come in as gang members, and I, for some reason I asked <laughs> Sean Patton, Jared Logan, and Mike Racine. And the whole time Patton's got this attitude like with the girl where he's like – like she would give him like directing advice, and he'd be like, "Well, why do I have to do that?" I forget what it was, but it was like very well, like. Patton was kind of my to flirt with her. Sean was Patton he? was, yeah, I think so. Like that was kind of his strategy, you know, to like get in with her and like. Kind she of was not her. picking up on that. She wasn't. She wasn't liking it, but at least Patton made a choice. Yeah, you know? he was kind of flirting uh, with her. He's like, "I don't think I'm going to do that." Whatever. J- Jared shows up for his gang member outfit, and I swear to God, he has the tightest blue unicorn shirt on. <laughs> yes, and a jean jacket. <laughs> yeah. He looks like a uh, like a movie about the Stonewall riots. <laughs> yeah, I look like yeah, I look like my dad threw me out of the house for being gay. Yeah. And I've just been like living in the bus station. <laughs> um, and then Racine. Like, just blew everybody you, out of the you water. Were, you were Jared, what did he say again? Well, he had, well you he know, Mike Christine is someone who doesn't just crack under pressure. He <laughs> opens vaults of horror <laughs> deep within the earth from which crawling monstrosities spew forth. <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah. So, so she, she says to uh, – she's talking to each of us trying to get a little bit of our personality to see if we're right. comfortable. And she says to Mike Christine, hey, are you also a comedian? And he goes, Nah. I'm a ventriloquist. <laughs> and she's like, okay, so you do puppets? He's like, yeah, I get like a uh, black puppet that picks bananas. And we're all like, Jesus, <laughs> why? No. <laughs> like our faces are like, God, no. What the fuck are you talking about? He's Did like, you say anything? I got like an Asian puppet who, you know, he uh, he does laundry. And we're like, just like, <laughs> and she's like horrified, <laughs> horrified. And the reason is because like he was feeling nervous. He was feeling yeah. threatened. He was feeling on he the was- spot. So his reaction is much like a baby child who is mean that uh, angry that you're making him eat peas. You just knock the whole thing over. So Racine was literally knocking the audition yeah, over. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but this is because a woman asked him a question. <laughs> That's exactly. 
exactly what it was. Yeah. It was a uh, lady's talking to me. How dare she? How dare she yeah. ask me that question? Oh, man. I am a man. <laughs> You're not better than me. Um, oh, but I am because I didn't make a racial joke, Mike. So, wow. so, so she, so she does that and then. She goes, okay, and quickly realizes this is a, a, a crazy person that I should move on from. And she starts to move on, and then well, there's a bad done. smell. And then Racine goes, did a ghost just fart in here? <laughs> By ghost, he meant himself. And we were quickly dismissed. Well, she asked, she goes, did you fart? And he goes, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then yeah. she said you had to leave? Well... It was yes, just so pretty much. She, it was just so uncomfortable. And then, you know, she was Mike just like, like, "What did I do? What yeah, did I do?" He's like, "What's a big deal?" And I and I, what, I, I was like, "You're an animal." <laughs> so I said to him, "You are an animal." <laughs> yeah. You need to learn civilization. You need to be taken under the wing of like a professor who teaches you how to speak English. And, you know, balance a book on your head. Just like get through a meal without farting or something. Yeah. Oh my God. But uh, anyway, you got some good uh, dumb stories. I mean, you talked yeah, to sure, you sure, sure. Um, I I wanted to talk about um, you know you, you talk about uh, when I got into college, like I was a theater major in college, yeah. you know. And uh, but then the college, do you did theater in college? Yeah, you? I did. Yeah, it's like a weird shame for me. Why? It, you, you I don't know. I just like uh, you know I did politics too, and I just. It's just weird. I think like, did poly- wait, what did you, you were poli sci. I was po- international relations and like uh, and theater. I don't know, man. It's just for some reason I like. I just don't like. I wish I had more of a ed- like. I guess educational background or a scholarly background than just like knowing what Aristotelian poetics are or something like that. I don't know. I think it's all as useful as anything else. You learn how to do a job when you get to the job, but what I always thought was funny about college theater was that. They're children, and you're casting right. them in like adult roles, super adult, and roles. also Not very complex roles. Oh, very complex, and also nobody never, has life experience. Nobody has life experience. Right. Right. Nobody's a good actor yet, for sure. People may have talent or something, but then it's always like horribly miscast. So. Yeah, I got cast in an Arthur Miller play called All My Sons. Oh, yeah, yeah. Classic. Okay, so you know how I'm speaking, and then you also know, if, if you've never seen me, I'm shaped sort of like a plump sausage. <laughs> and I, w- I weighed about the same at the time. Right. And my character was the lead, Chris, who is a World War II pilot <laughs> who comes home to run the family business, which is making planes. <laughs> <laughs> a role I was not well suited. The family for. business of making planes. The family business of like having like a aeronautics factory. Very nineteen. Like the brother dies on one of the planes. The brother the died. Made. Yeah, it's, it's like it's this, and it's it's like the most like kitchen sinky. Like people going right. no, like you know, crying. Yeah, yeah, right. And I went through all this long process where I was like, I've. I've got to learn to cry. And, like, the <laughs> right. would be, and they would get me to do it. Like I would actually right. in this play, in rehearsals, I would be like – I would actually shed tears and I would be like, I'm a great thespian. <laughs> I've learned the you, secret. You, you, you right, figured it right. out. You were the best actor. I have learned the secret. 
And then uh, the first night, uh, the audience of college students right. laughed their fucking asses <laughs> off hard the entire first act. Just like all different types of laughs. Uproarious, roaring laughter. Uncomfortable giggles. Uh, oh, that's a good one. Chuckles. Like, like mean, like... Like, I'd be like, well, I'll go to see about that. And they would chuckle as if, no, you won't. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like uh, just, just mean ha, ha, ha. Oh, the entire, the entire first act. <laughs> we go backstage uh, for, uh, you know, intermission. And me and the other actors are just like this is a in complete shell shock. Yeah, it's like <laughs> fucking we just got out of a battle. And then this that's, direct, that's gotta be one of the director's things. like, okay, time to go back at him. We're like, no. <laughs> Because the top of the second act was me in a wife beater <laughs> chopping down a tree. <laughs> so the curtain goes up. And I'm now in a wife beater. Keep in mind, I am awkwardly overweight. And I am chopping down a tree. The audience of college students who had stayed, which, by the way, was a lot because they were having a great time, at first goes completely silent because they just cannot fucking believe that we have topped the first act by doing something even more stupid. They're just absolutely shell-shocked. But finally, one brave soul. One brave soul shouted into the silence, Put a shirt on! And that, that let the floodgates loose. And they, to the point where there were like professors standing up, Shut up! Shut up to all these students. Oh, my God. Uh, and they never did stop laughing. We did that entire uh, – and that's a long play. That's a long we did play. Probably, it was probably a two-hour, 15-minute play. Uh, we cut it down to uh, – and they laughed through the entire thing. What does the director say after that? Well, here's the worst part. Here's where I'm an asshole. And I guess this is a lesson I learned because my director came back and she well, – and she wasn't my director. She was one of my, like, faculty advisors right. or whatever. And she said uh, – you know, you guys did the right thing. You didn't break character. You just kept performing. You kept yeah, performing it the wonder. way we rehearsed it. Right. And you did the right thing. And I go, but I couldn't get to the emotional point I was trying to reach. <laughs> <laughs> and she went, you got the line. First, she made a face like, ugh. <laughs> and then she went, that's not what it's about. And she walked away. Oh, and that God. is like the truest thing about show business, I think, ever. What's that? What? Well, it's just like, I was doing this. I was like, yeah, but you fucking got through it. You know <laughs> what I mean? It. Jesus Christ. Got through it. And fine. then we, that was the opening night. So we had to do like and then were people another week and a half, other... two weeks. No, no. In right. fact, it kind of stopped after that. It was just all college kids or there was like families and stuff that would come to it? Like, uh, Yeah. Like later, you know, later later in the in the run, you get your family to come. You know, it was more different types of people. Right. But the first night, for whatever reason at our school, the first night was always tons of students. Yeah. To hand it to the whole cast for really for doing the whole thing, like I can't imagine. Right. I don't know what I yeah, would totally. Done. I didn't do theater in college, or I did only did one play when I was in eighth grade. But like, 
how, I don't know how you did it. That, 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 an adult, that would be a hard thing to get through. That'd be I insane. think so, yeah. yeah. And you see, like, there's always, like, funny YouTube videos where, like, Brian Dennehy's like, hey, shut up out there! Like, yeah, right. breaking yeah. character, like, this is a play! Yeah, you know? yeah, 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 right, what yeah. assholes. And it's like, you look at that. Like, I remember I, was, I went to go see uh, uh, Johnny and Frankie and Johnny at the Claire de Lune or something. It was, like, Edie Falco and Stanley Tucci and somebody's cell phone went off. Yeah. And Stanley Tucci's just like, we are actors! This is theater! <laughs> And then you like think about fucking what you go through as a stand-up when oh, somebody's just, just like, yeah. you're on funny, you're a piece of shit. You know, you got to listen thing. to that. If, if the cell phone goes off Stanley and it goes off again right. and again and again, then you can stop. But I think if the cell phone goes off goes, once, yeah, yeah, you're yeah. not in the world where the cell well, phone's going pussies. on. Well, they're such pussies. All you're actors in, are you're such... You're in the Claire de Lune. Actor, <laughs> yeah, actors... You shouldn't hear that cell phone. Act, dude, but actors are such fucking pussies, man. If they did like a tenth of what we have to put up with every night instead well, of like, actors oh, i got to create my work. World. Well, oh, yeah, I think when you Shut get some up. success, too, you're kind of like... Yeah, you think you're the fucking grand poobah everywhere. You know? Well, it just becomes very difficult to not... In all fairness, he is great. He's <laughs> awesome. He's a good actor. He made Captain America so almost okay. <laughs> oh, he was like the guy who was killed, right? But uh, he was the same part yeah, as... Yeah, he was uh, Dr. Emil... Well, no, that's somebody else. It was the same thing Doctor as the guy from like uh, what's his name from Schindler's Ben Kingsley and Schindler's List. He was like the Ben Kingsley and Schindler's List for Captain America in that movie. Right, totally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, glad we brought the Schindler's List as we yeah, do I in know. every podcast. Way to take it down. Yeah, Dan, yeah, Dan, stop talking about Schindler's List. No, it's my new thing. <laughs> um, all right. Well, I mean, I could tell you about. Um, I want to hear about the thing we were talking about before because we you had a couple. Christian had a couple examples of it, but you. Skipping a birthday party, a rather a rather uh, important birthday party. <laughs> you said party. that like you were a game show host. <laughs> skipping birthday the next party. category: <laughs> skipping a birthday party. Thirty seconds on the clock, or early American. Yeah, early American explorers. You want to tell us that one? Yeah. Now this is not you know uh, maybe as, as funny, and this is where I'm a real asshole. Um, I was my thirtieth birthday party, and I was in New York, and I was. Unhappy. I've been here. I've been here long enough. I should know better. But I've been here a little while, and I was just like unhappy and unhealthy, and I was just like bummed out. And I was single. And uh, my friends were like, "Oh, it's your birthday!" I didn't even bring it up. They just saw it on yeah. Facebook or something. And they were like, "Oh, it's your birthday. Do you want to come over and play video games on the night that it's your birthday? Have some people over play video games." And I was like, "Yeah, sure, but don't." Don't have a cake. Don't plan anything. It's not a yeah. big deal. I right. don't. Right, right, right. I don't want any kind of like party. And they go, okay. So then the night of my <laughs> the night of my thirtieth birthday, I had a show at an illegal speakeasy here in Brooklyn. Oh, like yeah. down in those warehouses down there. Yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. yeah Over by so. McGibbon. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. These people just had a uh, had set up a bar and like ton a dance booze, floor yeah. and a ton of people were there and I went and it was like January but everybody was outside on the patio like smoking and drinking it was fun. and like it was really fun but also like when you are single for a while you tend to get like this like kind of sad like stalker hunter's eye you know where you're just like girls, yeah oh girls oh i need <laughs> you Bro. come yeah. to papa yeah. <laughs> like i was so so i was totally like uh desperate for uh, some female attention and there were girls there and i was getting hammered drunk 
And so my friends started sending me like text messages like, hey, you coming over for video games? And then I started sending text messages like, probably not. <laughs> and then they're yeah. like, you really should come over here. And I'm like, uh, busy. Just like busy. <laughs> Looking for girls. And, th- yeah. and then finally I got like so hammered and I'm like dancing with some chick and I got another text. And I'm like, leave me alone. <laughs> uh, and they had a, planned a surprise party. Oh, there was a cake. There were like oh, tons of people over there. Gosh. And I just didn't show up. Oh, man. And I told this story to somebody. They were like, well, at least you got laid though and i was like no <laughs> of course you didn't definitely not because a person that's that much of an asshole doesn't deserve it and he knows it in his heart well, a person a person that much of an asshole well, usually gets laid though move. it's like it's a it's a well dumb, you didn't know you didn't know like plus like to... fuck them that you told them did not throw you a party you know what i mean you said to the small i don't know i feel like if you make plans with your friends, I should stick. You to shouldn't break them unless there's an emergency or something. That yeah. makes sense, or, or you know, you, you, I don't know. Anyway, I they, I, they chose yeah. the wrong if, thing. If, you know, I put it this way: if the reason you break plans is because you're hammered and you, right. <laughs> that's when you're the you're that's trying the to like right. get some tail, then you're a piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> um. So so yeah. So so that's just a story about me being a, a crappy person. <laughs> but you know, I. I re uh, Renaissance re up my commitment to God. Yeah, yeah. And I uh, <laughs> and you know I just I flog myself every morning for it. Right, uh, that's what she says. Well, you have a good story. I remember you had a the story about. I don't know if you want to talk about this at all, but it's it was really funny about the moment that you realized that you weren't. Like you used to be like go to like youth group and stuff like that. Like you go to church all the oh, time. Oh yeah, I mean, the, the youth pastor that you. That I like- never would have thought of that. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I mean, I used to be very religious, you know. Yeah. Or my family was religious. <laughs> like heavy duty, like. Yeah, we were Pentecostal, so that means you speak in tongues. Like you go right. when you're uh, in the service, and that's because the Holy Spirit has entered your body and is speaking through you. Yeah. And so Fucking I would terrifying. go. It, it, it is well yeah even if you're raised in it i think yeah. it's scary because it's like well, it nobody ever really you. tells you what it is like yeah. you know you'd be like mommy what is this it's important you don't talk right now oh okay there's also like something weirdly sexual i think about the whole thing whoa oh, I didn't uh, there is there's this book by this woman <laughs> explain it to me because i was raised in it <laughs> ah, what do you mean no there's this woman that's wrote this uh thing she wrote like ferocious romance this like village voice lesbian writer and she was talking about like <laughs> how a lot of the lesbian, like the dominatrix lesbian scene, is very much like these Pentecostal churches, and the same thing that like they exact pain as their way to worship one another. And there's this like blood carnal, visceral sort of thing. Well, I, I sound like a, a Sarah Lawrence thesis right now. No, but. I don't know about exacting pain. Nobody right. was ever hurt. They would do the I, thing where they touch you on the forehead and then you fall back. Right. But that's all. The, that's all the person falling right, back right. on yeah. purpose. Well, I guess know. the snakes thing and the. The snakes is a very thin sect. That would be yeah. like if I said all Jewish people were Metis Yahoo. That's, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. That's not even a good analogy. My point is... <laughs> Jews uh, are good rappers, though. Yeah. Well, no, that's it. If all Jewish people are good rappers, you know, all, all Pentecostals... We all know the handle. Jews can't rap! <laughs> no, I'll tell you what would happen is if, if someone felt the spirit every week, like if... Because yeah. you were supposed to have these experiences not every week. Like, it's not, it's supposed to be more like every once in a while... The spirit moves you and you go oh, and you fall down. Yeah. But if someone did it like every week, it was usually like the poor, like tacky women. And my, I would hear women at the church being like, oh, here she goes again. Like, <laughs> yeah. uh, 
every week. Like, you know. <laughs> but the thing is, when you run a church, that's who comes to you. That's the point of church. Yeah. The poor, tacky. Right. People that don't have great judgment. People who are doing great don't need to be to church. Yeah, people who are doing awesome. Rich people don't go to church. Or if they do, it's they just to, the, like, the Christmas and show Easter. how rich yeah, they are. Yeah, yeah. So, so anyway. So the the time that I finally kind of was like, I don't know about all this. The first time, I was so religious, and I went to youth group. And uh, this uh, youth pastor was a really nice guy, and he would come by our house all the time. He'd had dinner at our house. Anytime we would miss youth group for a while, he would show up and be like, hey, missing you guys at youth group. Why don't you come on back? Where you been? Which, by the way, this is the only youth pastor I ever had who was not a closet homosexual. <laughs> because every youth pastor in America is a closeted homosexual. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, so, uh, but he was a nice guy and he's just like, Hey, Adam and Jared, me and my brother, we got to see you back at youth group, man. So finally I was like, yes, I have to go to youth group. I have to praise God. And I went every week and I went and I, and then you one, got in it. You I in got it. into it and I yeah. was doing the, the tongues. And then one day he was like, come up here, pray with me. And I was like, yes. And I went to the front and I kneeled down. He's like, I'm going to pray with you. He goes, okay, Jeremy. <laughs> What do you want to pray about? And your name is Jared. A man that had eaten at my house. <laughs> Praise the Lord, Jeremy! <laughs> and your brother, Aiden? I don't know. <laughs> like, can I look at my notes real quick? You guys don't mind, do you? <laughs> and that, 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 that was I was like, click? maybe this is kind of bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. Unfair! That's not why you should realize it's bullshit. No, there are a lot of way better reasons. They, they, right. In my uncle's like funeral, that. they mispronounced his name. What? It's unfair. Yeah, yeah I my uncle's funeral day. Like, he's like Pete, Pat, Pat. Uh, <laughs> but the thing yeah, is, I want to be clear that, that was that's unfair to that youth pastor. But for some reason, that was like the point where I was like, Yeah, Ugh. it made it real. It well, made it, makes it, it made, fallible. It, it, brought, brought, it pulled the curtain away. It made it go. Oh, you made it. It made it. It made it fallible. Made it exactly. Fallible. It made it. He made a mistake. How could this guy have made it? Yeah, a but nobody mistake? at church denies being a human being, like, or that they're going to get something but, wrong. But they still kind of There's an implication there. There's an implication there that. This is a, a higher thing. We're in a higher calling. Where this is bigger than us and whatever. And it's 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 an infallible implication that this is this is. What you think God? But he would have been like Jeremy, and God would have been like Jared. You know, it's Jared. <laughs> God, <laughs> like, thanks, God. Jared, I meant Jared. God, God just told me, Jared. I just think there's a self righteousness. God being... is telling me I got your name wrong. Right. I apologize. Yeah. Well, we got time for one more story. You got one. Uh, sure. Uh, I don't know. I, I kind of wanted to talk about this a little bit more. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because, like, they would, like, preach from Revelation every Sunday, yeah. and they would always be like, when the when the rapture comes, if you don't get the mark of the beast, and you go to buy a loaf of bread, this is a sermon I remember, and you go to buy a loaf of bread, <laughs> they will cut off your head. And I would always be like, right there in the supermarket? <laughs> and they have, like, a place out back? Or- how it's they remarkable. have the the decapitating apparatus uh, right yeah. there? It's also remarkable how much loaves of bread play a, a, a role in religion. Like they always talk about loaves of bread. <laughs> That's all there was back then. Yeah, Why, yeah, if I go to buy family. a swizzle stick and I don't have the mark of the beef? <laughs> Do it, is it a finger? Yeah. 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 Is there a beef jerky mark? Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, and that also reminds me of I had this friend when I was in school named Francois Prasinski. <laughs> I know. Oh, Sean just needs a funny name to get <laughs> That's going. That's a funny name. I'm it sorry. is. And he had a dad. It's a guy. Oh, I know. Francois. Yeah, Francois, he had a dad. Yeah. He had a dad who was Lebanese who had lived through a lot of the horrible things that had happened in Lebanon. Mm-hmm. And we were like 11-year-old little pieces of shit. And he would try to tell us and we would just like laugh at him behind <laughs> his back. And I remember one time he said to us, he was like, 
it, this is while we're eating cereal after like a sleepover. He was like, in Lebanon, I see heads in bags. <laughs> Why would he tell you that? Everybody? And then, then later that we were like, response. how did you know they were heads if they were in bags? <laughs> <laughs> oh, and that is when the Jared origin story happened. It's like your Batman begins. Okay, I, we have time for one last yeah, thing, Yeah, yeah, right? one last Okay, thing, so yeah. this is when I got drunk one time. This is my worst drunk story. So one night, uh, uh, right after college, I stayed home for a summer, and then I moved to Chicago. So I got really hammered, and I was going to stay over with my brother's apartment. He was in college. He had like a shitty like college dude apartment with his uh, roommate Brent, who always had his girlfriend over. Okay, yeah. So I get more blackout drunk than I've ever gotten, like right. so blackout drunk. And then in the middle of the night, um, I this is all I remember. This is all I remember from the night. I remember. Getting up, I remember walking into Brent's room. I remember his girlfriend who's laying there alone in bed going, Jared? And I remember unzipping my pants. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I remember this the next morning as I, the sun's coming up and I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> what did I do? Oh my God. Oh my God. What happened? I go out of the living room and his roommate Brent is there and his roommate's like, do you know what happened last night? <laughs> I'm like, I, I have a little bit of a memory. Because last night when I walked out to get a snack, uh, you walked into the room where my girlfriend was sleeping. And you unzipped your pants. And you peed on my television. <laughs> oh, that's the best way that I could have. Oh, God. I was like, and that, that was so bad about it because that's horrible. And I was just like, Yeah! <laughs> I was like laughing. Ah, he's like, oh, it's real funny. I'm like, it is if you knew what I thought might have happened. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, I was afraid. But I have, of course, yeah. I would never do anything like well, that. Well, you would pee on her. That happened, my That friend. could be terrible. I don't think you'd ever rape, but you could just piss on a girl. But what I love about, like, uh, college guys living in shitty, messy apartments is that you can get back. for You can, like, they're, they're fine if you did something like that. If you just, like, I'll buy you a ticket to Terminator 3, dude. And they're like, cool. <laughs> <laughs> We're square. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hey, dude, here's McDonald's. There's, oh, thanks, bro. Yeah, there's yeah. no lasting grudge for this. There's there no really lasting isn't. grudge. Um, Jared, thanks so much, man. You were an awesome guest. Thanks, man. We appreciate it. We've been on heavy.com. We've got to tape some intros before this because we missed it <laughs> twice in a row. Jared, uh, you said before you have uh, nothing to plug besides our iCarly, right? You're That's funny. iCarly is the only thing. Right. Please watch it on Nickelodeon. Uh, I think uh, actually it's on Spike. So. I, don't, I don't see it as a network. You know, yeah, I see yeah. it as it's, a well, work it's, of so it's like a Breaking Bad FX. You know, it'll you, live forever, so who cares? <laughs> yeah. Hey, thanks so much. Thank man, you, I appreciate Jared. it. Thanks for doing this, man. Thank Bye. you. Bye. Maybe it was a box.